As a believer, reading God's Word is a critical part of your daily spiritual journey. And because it's so important, we've created a unique new resource to help you immerse yourself in biblical truth and open your eyes to all God's Word has for you. It's a free PDF download called The Word One-to-One that takes you on a guided journey through John chapter one. With biblical text and short commentary, each page provides insights that will strengthen your faith in an easy to read guided format. There's truly no other resource like this. Download your free PDF copy today at premierinsight.org forward slash resources. That's premierinsight.org forward slash resources. Bringing the Word to Life, the Bible in a Year. Genesis chapter 36. This is the account of the family line of Esau, that is Edom. Esau took his wives from the women of Canaan, Adar, daughter of Elon the Hittite, and Aholibama, daughter of Anna, and granddaughter of Zibion the Hivite. Also Basemath, daughter of Ishmael, and sister of Nebaioth. Adah bore Eliphaz to Esau, Basemath bore Ruel, and Aholibama bore Jeush, Jalam, and Korah. These were the sons of Esau, who were born to him in Canaan. Esau took his wives and sons and daughters, and all the members of his household, as well as his livestock and all his other animals, and all the goods he had acquired in Canaan, and moved to a land some distance from his brother Jacob. Their possessions were too great for them to remain together. The land where they were staying could not support them both because of their livestock. So Esau, that is Edom, settled in the hill country of Seir. This is the account of the family line of Esau, the father of the Edomites, in the hill country of Seir. These are the names of Esau's sons, Eliphaz, the son of Esau's wife Adah, and Ruel, the son of Esau's wife Basemath. The sons of Eliphaz, Teman, Omar, Zepho, Gatim, and Kenaz. Esau's son Eliphaz also had a concubine named Timnah, who bore him Amalek. These were the grandsons of Esau's wife Adah. The sons of Ruel, Nahath, Zerah, Shammah, and Mizah. These were grandsons of Esau's wife Basemath. The sons of Esau's wife Aholibama, daughter of Anna and granddaughter of Zibion, whom she bore to Esau, Jeush, Janam, and Korah. These were the chiefs among Esau's descendants, the sons of Eliphaz, the firstborn of Esau. Chiefs Teman, Omar, Zepho, Kenas, Korah, Gatam, and Amalek. These were the chiefs descended from Eliphaz in Edom. They were grandsons of Adah. The sons of Esau's son Ruel, chiefs Nahath, Zerah, Shammah, and Mizah. These were the chiefs descended from Ruel in Edom. They were grandsons of Esau's wife Basemath. The sons of Esau's wife Aholibama, chiefs Jeush, Jalam, and Korah. These were the chiefs descended from Esau's wife Aholibama, daughter of Anna. These were the sons of Esau, that is Edom, and those were their chiefs. These were the sons of Seir, the Horite, who were living in the region. Lotan, Shobal, Zibion, Anna, Dishon, Esau, and Dishan. The sons of Seir in Edom were Horite chiefs. The sons of Lotan, Horai and Homan. Timnah was Lotan's sister. The sons of Shobal, Alvan, Manahath, Ebal, Shepho and Onam. The sons of Zibion, Ea and Anna. This is the Anna who discovered the hot springs in the desert while he was grazing the donkeys of his father, Zibion.
the children of Anna, Dishon, and Aholibama, daughter of Anna, the sons of Dishon, Hemdan, Eshban, Ithran, and Keran, the sons of Ezer, Bilhan, Zaravan, and Achan, the sons of Dishan, Uz, and Aaron. These were the Horite chiefs, Lotan, Shobal, Zibion, Anna, Dishon, Ezer, and Dishan. These were the Horite chiefs, according to their divisions, in the land of Seir. These were the kings who reigned in Edom before any Israelite king reigned. Bela, son of Beor, became king at Eden. His city was named Dinhaba. When Bela died, Jobab, son of Zerah from Bozrah, succeeded him as king. When Jobab died, Hushim from the land of the Temanites succeeded him as king. When Hushim died, Hadad, son of Bedad, who defeated Midian in the country of Moab, succeeded him as king. His city was named Avith. When Hadad died, Samlah from Masreka succeeded him as king. And when Samlah died, Shaul from Rehoboth on the river succeeded him as king. When Shaul died, Baal-Hanan, son of Akbor, succeeded him as king. When Baal-Hanan, son of Akbor, died, Hadad seated him as king. His city was named Pau, and his wife's name was Mahetabel, daughter of Matred, the daughter of Mezahab. These were the chiefs descended from Esau by name according to their clans and regions, Timnah, Alva, Jetheth, Aholibama, Elah, Pinon, Kenaz, Teman, Mizbah, Magdiel, and Iram. These were the chiefs of Edom, according to their settlements in the land they occupied. This is the family line of Esau, the father of the Edomites. Matthew 14 At that time Herod the Tetrarch heard the reports about Jesus, and he said to his attendants, This is John the Baptist. He has risen from the dead. That is why miraculous powers are at work in him. Now Herod had arrested John and bound him and put him in prison because of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife. For John had been saying to him, It is not lawful for you to have her. Herod wanted to kill John, but he was afraid of the people because they considered John a prophet. On Herod's birthday, the daughter of Herodias danced for the guests and pleased Herod so much that he promised with an oath to give her whatever she asked. Prompted by her mother, she said, Give me here on a platter the head of John the Baptist. The king was distressed, but because of his oaths and his dinner guests, he ordered that her request be granted and had John beheaded in the prison. His head was brought in on a platter and given to the girl. He carried it to her mother. John's disciples came and took his body and buried it. They went and told Jesus. When Jesus heard what had happened, he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. Hearing of this, the crowds followed him on foot from the towns. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them and healed their sick. As evening approached, the disciples came to him and said, This is a remote place and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the villages and buy themselves some food. Jesus replied, They do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. We have only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Bring them here to me, he said. And he directed the people to sit down on the grass. Taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples 
and the disciples gave them to the people. They all ate and were satisfied. And the disciples picked up 12 basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. The number of those who ate was about 5,000 men, besides women and children. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side, while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone, and the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it is you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly you are the Son of God. When they had crossed over, they landed at Gennesaret. And when the men of that place recognised Jesus, they sent word to all the surrounding country. People brought all their sick to him and begged him to let the sick just touch the edge of his cloak. And all who touched it were healed. For more resources to help you bring the word to life, go to premier.org.uk slash Bible.